Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to All the Sports Kings. Welcome to another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. My God, that sounded terrible, but we're going to keep going anyway. I'm Bill. I'm JC, and I love it, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's uh, Christmas, was, you know. I, I That was in no, in no way... Uh, uh, Against Christianity, I apologize. I just started that off the top of my head. Thought it was funny. So, um, hey man, that's not rehearsed. That's not rehearsed. So that's awesome. Yeah, that was improvised. It was not sacrilegious. Yep. Um, so we got a lot to cover because, as you guys know from our last episode, uh, JC and his wife went down to Mexico and they had an absolute lovely time. Yep, it was beautiful down there. We're hoping to do a show, but we just couldn't get on the same, I guess, uh, wavelength. So yeah, it happens exactly. But I did, I did watch the Cowboys lose on a beach. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to watch the Cowboys lose anywhere. So. And I watched the Canucks beat the Capitals on a beach. Eh. So in a shootout. <laughs> hey, I mean, we can't win every game. So nope. But I'll tell you what, it's. You know, you're sitting there, it's nice, the sun is shining, the waves are rolling, and you're just sitting on the beach, it's like, you know what, Mexico, it has some good cell service, you put on the package, and you can watch. You might want to talk to uh, somebody up in Canada, maybe work out a deal with Mexico on streaming services there, get better quality. Well, I might have to. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's funny, right, you know, mm-hmm. but hey, they, they care to the tourists, and guess what, man, they, they're... The resort we went to, the Catalonia Tulum, Royal Tulum, mm-hmm. beautiful, everything's clean. They poured a cappuccino, they clean the machine right away. I know. So, I mean, it's it's nice. It's If anyone wants to go for listeners, that's where I would recommend. I adults know, only, so if you have kids, you have to go to the other one, but right. adults only, that's a nice place. I know for me, when I go up in the mountains in Pennsylvania, the... Wi-Fi service is fantastic. It's like the weird places that you would never think would be good places for streaming and all that. It's it's great. It really is. Yep. So maybe it's know. the big cities of the world that are having the problems. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have many people around us, but it's just tower service, everything. It's it's frustrating, right? Yeah. Like it, say, it especially when you got the hockey package and it's like, you know, you're from Canada, it's like why is this buffering? Yeah. Not once did it buffer down in Mexico, but here it buffered. And yeah. it's like, it just gets frustrating. It's like, Argh! you know, especially on a breakaway. <laughs> <laughs> now, a little later on in the show, I'm going to ask JC a question because. Sage has got a touchdown. Ooh. Because I was asked this question on another. Well, I'll, we'll get into it later, but let's talk about. Yep. Uh, let's get into the NFL. Um, my goodness, they, they've had a little bit of fun since we were last talking together. Um, I mean, I'm watching right now. Aaron Rodgers just slid for a first down. They're playing my Redskins, who hottest team in the league with a two-game winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if the Redskins win out, everybody loses out. The Redskins are in. Yeah, they could be playing San Fran or Seattle. <laughs> yep, they still mathematically have a chance to win the division. I am not holding my breath. I know it's not going to happen, but we can dream a little dream. 
Yep. Um, let's talk about the Cowboys in all seriousness. Um, the last few weeks, it seems, I, I guess, disarray and turmoil would be a bit of an understatement. They lose a heartbreaking game to New England, and then yep. they lose to Buffalo on Thanksgiving. And then mm -hmm. this past Thursday, they lose a close game to the Bears. And Was it really that close, though? Well, score-wise, score it says was, it's close, yes. But the eye test, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been talk, you know, like, oh, Garrett's going to be gone. And then it's like, no, Garrett's going to stay for the rest of the year. And then Friday, Jerry Jones went on a radio show in Dallas. Um, and he got a bit he got a he got a bit of an attitude because the guy that was interviewing him, I don't know if you've heard clips of it or not. He was talking to Jerry Jones, and I didn't think the guy had a bit of an attitude. I thought Jerry Jones did. And apparently it got to the point that Jerry Jones ended up getting kicked off the show. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't hear that one. I'm going to have to listen to that one. But, hey, you know what? Garrett has to go. You got four. Uh, you got three games left? Yeah. You're tired. I mean, they have a lot of talent. They do. Don't, they do. You know, it's just, like they said, there's no scheme. It's all vanilla. It's like, you know, you got unless you got a great defense that you could be vanilla, you got to do something. And Trubisky, who lit her up, lit it up against them. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen too often. No, it doesn't. And the thing that I've always had, or at least my belief, is because yes, some of it. The problem is the coaching, because honestly, Jerry Jones has given Jason Garrett more chances than a cat has lives. Oh yes. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something that I don't think many people are saying because I don't think I honestly I think they're afraid to say it, but I'm not, so I'm gonna say it anyway. I think the problem is Jerry Jones. I think I think it's Oh go ahead. Yeah, we all think it's Jerry Jones. But I mean it's not but to me it's not Jerry Jones the owner. It's Jerry Jones the general manager. That's the yep. problem. Because, you know, you you pick these, you know, you pick the talent because you're owner, GM, and president. And, you know, you pick all these players and then you have the whole thing over the summer with Ezekiel Elliott. And, you know, it's not till almost the beginning of the regular season where you sign him to a new contract. And Prescott... He's coming up on the end of his rookie contract. You know, are you going to yep. be able to keep him? And now you're in this position where, oh, crap, we're six and seven. We're still winning the division, but we could be a lot better. And I think Jerry Jones, age-wise, I think age is starting to become a thing. Yeah, and his, his, his son there, right, they, they yep. dropped. It wasn't. Because Jerry Jones wanted Johnny Manziel a few years ago, and they went offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, obviously, you got to go offensive line, right? You build around the offensive line, then you get a quarterback, you get a running back, you're going to score points. Right. But, yeah, he won him on Manziel, and Manziel is now, I mean, he's an afterthought. Well, that was a good thing not to get him. Well, as a Skins fan, you'd be like, yep, we can take him. Yeah. And really, as a skin fans, you still want uh, Jason Garrett there because well, man, that guy is a, that guy's terrible. Right. And then the rumors of possible head coaches that I've heard. The big one on Friday was Urban Meyer. Yeah. And that actually concerns me a bit, not from what you would think, because I am a Redskins fan. I'm worried about his health because if you watched him the last two, three years at Ohio State, he didn't look like himself, especially that last season. He did not look like himself at all. And the, and the one game I will always point to for Urban Meyer is the game that Ohio State had at Maryland last year. And... I've never seen a coach put his hands on his knees more times in a game than I did Urban Meyer. And that, as a health, really concerns me. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, what. I guess if you love football enough, you're going to. You're going to coach, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's like you said. You know, jokingly with the Redskins, whoever wins the East, they're going to end up playing San Francisco or Seattle in the first round, and they're going to get beat. Yep. I can't see it. I can't see it anyway, unless they have the game of life, everybody. It's just such – I mean, Garrett doesn't know how to coach, right? Yeah, you got I, Carson Wentz, who doesn't know how to throw to his receivers. Receivers can't catch anything. Mm -hmm. And then you got the skin just kind of sitting there going, eh, if we win out, everybody loses out. We win the division. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, we're still here. I mean, the Giants yep. were mathematically eliminated last week. Yeah. Because, my God, the Giant Giants are going to get rid of their coach. I really think they are after this season. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I, it's, the NFC East is a mess, but it's fun to watch in a mess. Yes, and I remember when everyone bugged that the NFC West was the weakest division for years. Not anymore. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, there was that one year, many years ago, where Seattle won the division and they were 7-9. and nine. Yeah, they had to beat St. Louis on the – they flexed it. That was the flex game week 17. I watched at my buddy's house. He's a big Saints fan. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, if Seattle wins, Saints are going to Seattle. And he's like – Says a few swear words since we're a family show. Right. I won't say it. Show. And then we watched The Beast Quake. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest runs you'll ever see just because of the reaction of not only Lynch, but because of the crowd. And then because to, of the stadium. Because of Seattle. And then to cause an actual earthquake. Yep. I mean, over one running play. Yeah. And then you knew there was something special, right? Mm-hmm. And then next year it was Wilson gets going. 
And then, and then boom, and you're I'll on your way. Right now. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Bill. No, I was saying, and then you're on your way. Yep, and I'll say this right now. Once Wilson retires, he will be the number one Seahawk on that franchise for that list. Well, he's still There will be no there. doubts. Yep, number one will be him. <clears throat> number two will be, <clears throat> sorry, Bobby Wagner. I mean, he's still got a good seven, nine more years left in him. Oh, yeah. And they just keep signing and keep giving money because, you know what? The guy the guy doesn't quit. No. No, he doesn't. And, he, and he's got the talent, you know, offensively to do it. So. Yep. And jo they haven't even got jo Josh Gordon going. Yeah. But I think the NFC race, you know, going into that, is very interesting because it's really a three-team race with Seattle, New Orleans, and San Francisco. Everyone else is just playing catch-up. Yep. And, you know, as we're recording this, the, C or the San Francisco-New Orleans game is going on right now. 7-7 seven, seven now. And that's, you know, going to play a big factor in the long run, into who could have home field advantage. Yeah, and you don't want to play in Seattle. You don't want to play in San Fran. Or, sorry, uh, New Orleans. No, I think San Fran is an easy... You can go in there and beat them on their, on their turf. Because mm -hmm. they don't right? have the experience. Yeah. They really don't. But meanwhile, the AFC, right now... It's Baltimore's basically to lose at this point. Which and, I think the Bills win today, by the way. And I'll tell you what, I think New England, honestly, I think Buffalo is a better team than New England is. I really do. Yep. The, and they're rolling. The only reason why New England is on top is because they beat Buffalo in that one game. Yep. Because and we're. Where Allen got knocked out with mm -hmm. that, I thought it was a dirty hit, which I guess the NFL didn't think it was, but you know, yeah, it is what it is. Because honestly, I think the Buffalo Bills are the second best team in the AFC right now. Because the South, I got no idea who's on top there. I guess it's Houston, but Houston doesn't do anything in the playoffs. Kansas City. They're not what they were last year, which is a bit of a disappointment. Um, and then, you know, it's like, who gets the other wild card spot? Because right now it's Pittsburgh. But Buffalo is just such a dangerous team. I, I just can't see them, you know, losing, except if it's to Baltimore. Yep. And it's going to be a cold weather playoff game. Mm-hmm. Got to remember that, right? Yeah. So, she's December. We're, we'll find out who the real teams are, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know. But it'll you know, be fun see, to see. Obviously, New Orleans plays in a dome, and oh, this guy's running her back. Oh, tackle of the 45. So, but, hey, man, it's right now, the NFC, you, you've got the best teams in the NFC is, or sorry, in football is in the NFC. Yeah. 
I mean, you got two teams tied at ten and two in the NFC West. You got the Saints at ten and two. What's that? The Green Bay's nine and three. The Vikings eight and four. It's just phenomenal, right? Oh yeah, it is. Which brings us to the question that everyone's probably going to be asking: Should the NFL reseed? Well, that, playoff time. That's a good question because a report came out earlier. Bacon mac and cheese bites. As soon as I pause that commercial, <laughs> that <laughs> for right now. They are not going to change the playoff seeding. Nope. And honestly, I think that's a good call right now because you, because I know they do it with, or they have done it or do it with the NBA, you know, like yep. depending on what the records are. Football is so different than basketball in the sense that. Divisions in football, I think, mean more than basketball. Like, you can have in basketball a, a division where one team is over 500 and they win the division, and then maybe you have a second-place team that ends up making the playoffs and they're just a few games under 500. whereas with football, someone has to win the division, and they can do it with a terrible record. Yeah, and I agree, right? If you win the division, you get in the playoffs. You should be rewarded. But you're rewarded for a playoff spot. You know, now it becomes like this year, right? Let's say the Cowboys lose out, the Eagles lose out, which, I mean, obviously they play each other, so they're going to win. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins win out. The Redskins could host a playoff game. Could host. And they still wouldn't be able to sell out the stadium, by the way. I mean, oh, probably not. Because, you know. <laughs> Especially with $4 we're ta- tickets. We're talking about that now instead of talking about, you know, 10 and 2 teams who, you know, we're not talking about the NFC. Everyone's talking about the NFC East about how are they going to make the playoffs? Right? Who's going to make the playoffs? Who's going to host a game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, instead of having, like you said, a battle to the end with Seattle and San Fran. Where week seventeen could be flexed as Sunday night, right? Where, by the way, I'll be drinking some beers that night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. But that's what they're talking about. It's. I might be having an eggnog or two for you on that night. Perfect. Yeah, you know, and then the playoffs next week, right? So, I mean, technically, <clears throat> you can look. Both teams would be thirteen and three. Yeah. Seattle could win the division because, you know, they owe the tiebreaker right now. And they win. They beat they beat San Fran that night. And the division provided they beat the Rams today, they could end up winning 13-3. San Fran could be 13-3. They beat the Saints today, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. They end up losing to Seattle. They're 13-3. And they're going on the road. You think that's going to sit well with San Fran fans? No, not at all. Seeing a seven nine or six and ten team, seven nine team, and I mean nine. Oh, nice! There we go. Saints with a nice catch. Oh, there's a flag. But yeah, I mean, I it, with basketball you could get away with it. 
You really yeah, can't. It was hockey and stuff like that. See, I don't know if you could get away with that with hockey, too, because you that's based on a point system. Yeah, and they used to do it, right? I mean, you won the vision, but you would be, if you won the vision, you'd be seated three. Yeah. Which it would be, it's still, you know, you play in this uh, sixth team, and the sixth team could be, it was hockey, right? With the same game, seven game series. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you, you got two games in your barn. Ooh, there's a legal hit to the head. And two at the other, and then you go back and forth for the remaining yep. three. Yep. I I just don't think the NFL should do it. I really don't. Ooh, that's not a touchdown. That would be like, and I remember reading this as a kid, because um, I used to have a, a magazine when I was a kid that I subscribed to called Disney Adventures. Yep. And they had an article. This, this, folks, this is like 20 plus years ago. So trust me, it, it'll never happen. What if they did a playoff where the best team played the worst team, the one that had the absolute worst record? Where they used to do in the NHL, where it'd be one, th- one versus 16. Right. So, like in the so- AFC, it would be Baltimore and Cincinnati in a playoff game. Do you really want to watch that? Yeah, but you know what? You work hard all season long, right? Mm-hmm. To get to where you are. Why? Like you said, say you're you're Seattle, mm-hmm. you're first. Yeah. Or so, let's so I won't be biased. Let's say New Orleans is first, Seattle second. San Fran plays the Cowboys. Say Vikings Packers, right? Yeah. The way it's going, so Packers win. Packers will go to Seattle, but New Orleans is against San Fran. Yeah, they're they're at home, but now you you know you won the division or you won the conference, right? Yeah. You were first in the conference, but now you're playing the fifth team, fifth seeded team who is could be the third best team in the football. Yeah, where Seattle's playing, say the Packers, who could be the sixth or seventh best team. Is that fair? Mm, probably not. You know, but that's what I mean. Look at hockey. <clears throat> Hockey's got to change their playoffs. Washington Pittsburgh plays. Wouldn't when they're on their high, would you not rather watch Washington Pittsburgh play in the conference finals? Exactly. Not in the division finals. Exactly. Because, you know, that's <clears throat> they got to, you want your best teams to play, period. Baseball's got it right. Yeah, they do. You know, if your wild card team wins, then so be it, right? Yeah. Whoever wins, you know, wins. Yeah. Because it's... Then they're going on to the next one. You play that team, then you're going to play the next one. Football, hockey, basketball, it's all... Man, you know, an 8C can come in, which is fine, right? Mm-hmm. 8C gets hot, they start rolling, but, you know, you won the league. I mean, Harry Flames last year. Calgary was number one. In the Western Conference, yeah, and they got they lost to Colorado. Calgary would have beat probably most other teams, but they got seated with Colorado. Of the way it works, because mm-hmm. they're the wild, they're the last wild card, or sorry, last wild card seven. Are they within seventh? Right. I gotta take a look because I I think St. Louis was eighth. 
Yeah, and then St. Louis went on that run. And that's the thing, because with the playoffs, and I'm going to go back to it. I know I'm going to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to go back to it anyway. Look at the Nationals' run to the world title. They were the hottest team from like the middle of June all the way to the end of the year. And yep. they ended up being a wild card team. They won the wild card game. Nobody gave them a shot against the Dodgers. They beat the Dodgers. And then when they get to the World Series, nobody gives them a chance to beat the Astros. And they beat the Astros in seven games. But I mean, hey, if you're banging on a on a trash can when it's an off speed pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Houston's in trouble on this one. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about the winter meetings in a little bit, because that'll be fun. Well, it, I hate the politics in, but it'll be like Trudeau and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at his own table. That'll be like Houston. Yeah. They're sitting at their own table. Because, you know, and you watch, technology is supposed to be a bunch of sports. Or, sort, you know, right, how to get sports going, how to get, you know, you evaluate how players run, how players skate, how players pitch, how players hit. Yep. And what Houston did, it's, it's a step back. It is. Technology. It really I, is. I hate to say it, right? Because we want to see it, right? As fans. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we want to see the launching. We want to see, because, you know, man, that's a vicious hit. Um, well, why don't we move on from the pros of football to talk about college football? Because just a little while ago, they announced the top four teams for the college football playoffs. And I think they got it right. The order. So LSU, anyway. Was it LSU one, mm-hmm. Ohio State two, Clemson three, and Oklahoma four? Yes, very good. Um, so I'm LSU. Even know, I didn't even see it this morning. <laughs> LSU and Oklahoma are going to play in the Peach Bowl, and Ohio State and Clemson are going to play the Fiesta Bowl, and that's on December twenty eighth. Yeah. And honestly, I think they got number one right because. I watched a little bit of the LSU game yesterday, and my gosh, they were just beating up on Georgia. I mean, Georgia never had a chance. Yep. And Ohio State, when I went to bed, they were down 21-7. to You know, they were losing, and they had to come back to win that game. Well, good teams find a way to win. Bad teams find a way to lose, right? Yeah. and Good teams will always find a way to win. And I have to give credit to Oklahoma. That game with Baylor yesterday was the best game of the week. I mean, it was one of those games where both should have won. You know, it's one of yeah. it's one of those games where it's like, oh, I feel bad that, you know, that team didn't win because they both deserve it. And I really thought Baylor was going to beat Oklahoma. I really did for a little bit. But they went to overtime and then... You know, it could be classified as probably one of the best college games of the year. I would have it as my number two. The Alabama-Auburn game the previous week was the best oh. college football game I saw all year. And you know what? And I think the LSU-Alabama game would be number was, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For some reason, Alabama gets two of the three. They're not even in it, <laughs> which is fine, right? 
Right. And and as we're recording this, we don't. Well, let me let me check this out. Maybe we'll find out where they're going. Maybe we won't. You know, by the time this is over, um, I'm I'm gonna say we probably won't know. So we'll. Thank LSU. Oh, there we go. Mute that. Uh, yeah, we probably won't get it on this episode. So, you know, it's not gonna kill me that we don't know. But yeah, Alabama's still going to a big game. Utah's still going to a big game. Um. I tell you, I wouldn't count Clemson out. I really wouldn't. Nope. I, because LSU, to me, is the best team in college football, but just by a hair over Ohio State. But Clemson, Clemson is so good. You just can't ever count those guys out. Year in, year out, they are always up there. Mm-hmm. That ACC, right? So they just, you know. <clears throat> And everyone's saying, oh, yeah, Utah should be in the top four. Utah got smacked in the mouth. Exactly. I think if Utah had won, they would have been in. They would have been, which I don't – I mean, that would have been easier walk through LSU getting to the the championship game. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to use something that a coworker of mine said to me many, many years ago when we were discussing football. And this is in general in sports. Until you beat the champs, the champs are going to always be favored. So yep. until Clemson gets beat, I think they're the favorites still. Yep. And no, at least, at least playing against Ohio State. Which will be, you're going to watch some good football games. Now, should the playoffs be eight teams? Yeah, I agree. I think every t- every conference team that wins, you know, you win your conference. You win that title, you're in. I think in the future it will. Yep. Now, I can tell you, because I did this for many years, um, back when they were able to release NCAA football on uh, vi- on the video game systems. Yep. Uh, this is back when they still did the BCS era. I did a 16-team playoff where all division winners got an automatic berth, uh, I think it was 11 at the time, 11 divi- eleven conferences. So the conference winners got in automatically. And then the five, you know, like at-large teams, an independent team had to win like eight or nine of their games to get an automatic berth. And then the remaining teams would be, you know, by pick. And there was one year where Houston – was one play away from going to the national title in my playoff. Because they almost beat Stanford. And this is when Stanford had Andrew Luck. Oh, yes. And this is way before you could share video game, you know, footage on your account. So, like, I would would write down the notes and what happened. Because, like, the funniest part was one year Alabama was a one seed and they lost in the first round to Tulsa. They lost to Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys love video game simulations. I know. Isn't it great? But... Yeah, no, I, like I said, you want, you want, uh, to me, college football, 
I won't even put it on unless I know there's some good teams going. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a 64-2 beat down. You know? Yeah. I don't want to... It's like, meh. You know, I'd rather watch two crappy teams play because, you know what, you're going to get a good football game. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, we got number one against someone who's unranked who hasn't won a game in like three years. Yeah. Come on now. Play, play, you know, play a team that matters. There's no more warm up. These players have been playing now for so many years, right? They've been working out. You know, they don't need a train camera. They don't need a warm up game. Right out of the hop. Yeah. Right out of the shoot. You know what? You're playing these guys. You want to know how good you are? Let's see how good you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, to add on to that, uh, Lane Kiffin is going to be the next head coach, head coach at Ole Miss, and, and uh, Mike Norvell, who's the head coach of Memphis, is now going to be the next head coach at Florida State. Yep, it'll be. I think between the two, I think Norvell has a better shot to succeed because with Lane Kiffin, he's going to be coaching a team in the SEC West, which has Alabama, Auburn, and LSU, and you're not going to be able to do anything there <laughs> unless you're able to recruit every super player in the country. Whereas with Norvell, you got a shot, you know, at least in the Atlantic, because the only other team you really have to beat is Clemson. You know, all the yep. other teams at that division are not that good. You can, If you can beat Clemson, you can win that division and maybe win the ACC. Wasn't Lane Kiffin the one who had his punt or kicker try to do like an eighty-six yard field goal or something? He might have. Where Al, where Al Davis is like, I'm going to fire you because I was. He's like, oh, gotta give her a kicker a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you gotta give him a stretch. That's why I love sports. Yeah, it's like you know what? Man, give it. And I'll be honest, I don't care female, male. Black, white, if you can play that position, go for it. Yep, exactly. Right? And I'm going to cheer. If you're against my team, I'm going to cheer against you. You know, like last week, I was watching the Vikings-Seahawks uh, game, and there's a play where uh, Xavier Rhodes, he went to grab a guy, looked like he closed on him, looked like he blew his shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. And then the some of the Viking fans were saying, well, you know, we're booing, whatever, you know, you could hear them booing. I said, no, because they probably posted on the big screen and they thought that was a legal tackle, yeah. right? You're at the head. They weren't, you know, I've been to Seattle when the Saints were getting, when a guy got hurt and it was quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. So just put that out there because I know there was some booing everyone was kind of bringing up, but, you know, it's not booing because a guy got hurt. Yeah. So. Um. While we're New Orleans just went ahead again. They've got another touchdown, nineteen to seven. Well, Green Bay's up fourteen nothing on Washington. So. Well, they're going to cover the spread in Canada with twelve and a half. Right. <laughs> uh, Man, New Orleans is going to be tough to beat. Mm-hmm. So while we're at it, I want to I want to ask you a question here because. Um, and, and I want to set this up. Um, for those who don't know, I do a lot of podcasts. And one of them that I do is that wrestling show. 
which comes each and every Friday. You guys can check that out. Um, during the show this week, my co-host, Fro, who is not a sports fan at all, asked me an interesting question. And, JC, I want your thoughts on this. Because okay. we are a sports podcast. Do you yep. think chess is a sport or a game? Hmm. Is chess a sport or a game? Yep. Well, I recently watched a sports science where video game players get more exhausted than athletes. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's thumbs and stuff. Right. Would chess be a sport or a game? That's a good question. Yeah, I I had to think about it at first, but I I I, I want to hear you. I think chess chess is a game of wits. I don't think it's a sport because you're not physically doing anything. Yes, your mind's doing stuff. I just. I think it's just a game. It's like playing hungry, hungry hippos. Right. You know, you're not physically involved, right? You're sitting there, you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. And the mind is, you know, a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Everyone's got different minds. I just, unless there's a physical aspect, whether, I mean, if you had to run up to make the move, then it's a sport. Yeah. I, I'll give you my answer. And this is how I look at it. If you play the game of chess leisurely, then it's a game. Because, like, you know, checkers, you could play leisurely. And the example that I use that is considered a sport nowadays is poker. Because, you know, ESPN plays the World Series of Poker every year on TV. Yep. But I also could say the argument that chess can be a sport because you have to use it, it. it's sort of a you said it as well it's a bit of a mental game but it can also be a physical game you know because you're playing you know with your mind and the mind is part of the body and the mind controls you know what you do with your hand so honestly I think it's a little bit of both I think it's if like Bobby Fischer, who's like the most famous chess player in the United States, that that was a sport when he played. So if you if you look at it from both ends, I think you could make a legit argument for both, honestly. And you could, right? Like you said, the mind mind's the old thing. I just think there's gotta be some kind of physical activity, right? I mean I mean oh, for, 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 I mean there's for a game. Of, I mean, they're thinking of making playing video games an Olympic sport in the near future. So, I mean, come on. You tell me I got a chance to make the Olympics now? Yeah, I mean, you and I may have a shot. <laughs> I'd say. I, I got I got to work on uh, my thumb skills, and I got to work on my sitting skills. <laughs> I don't know the Olympics will allow a Canadian American to team up to. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Hey. This is 2019. Exactly. There's there's a lot of things you can't say, in, you know, and I mean, I don't want to be nothing rude or anything, but now hockey players are bringing up how their coaches are treated them. And it's getting to the point where I'm like, 
okay, I'm sorry. You had a rough ride. They're trying to push you. That was back then. Mm-hmm. It's not to the point, you know, you made your millions. Now you're going to bring it up. Just be like, you know what? This is the way I was brought up. Yeah. I mean, I was brought where if you played sports back in the day, yes, you were yelled at. Yes, you were, you were in hard on stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Coaches wanted you to be better. How do you get better? Because you go home, you, you have two ways. You go home, you say, you either sit in your bed, you cry, or you went back into the backyard and you said, you know what? I got to be better. Exactly. And you do your job. Yep. You know, I don't want the coach yelling at me anymore. So I'm going to go. Now it's like coach yelling at me. I'm going to cry. <laughs> you can't move that joystick. Son, you don't belong on this yeah. team. Now, don't get it wrong with Bill Pierce. If he said what he said back in 2010, okay, fine. You know, mm-hmm. he should be disciplined, but why does it take till now yeah. for to bring it up? Yeah, and that's the thing that with a lot of this stuff today, it's like, you know, why are you bringing it up now when you should have brought it up at the time it happened? Yeah. And he said, well, I mean, and Alou, he, he did this thing, right? He said, when's he stopped the hazing? Okay, that's fine. I read all the stories, but you got to speak up then, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. then you sat there for 10 years and let it fester, whatever, and other players might have been subject to that. those words. That's not fair to those players. No, now no. you're picking it up. You should have brought it up then. And we had social media back then. They would have picked up the story, mm-hmm. you know? Now you got Danny Carcillo, who I think is just a a plug as it is. It's a hockey player. Now he's saying all oh, this. Now now he's backtracking. He's saying the Sutters were doing this. They're doing that. You know, the Sutters are really well-respected in Alberta. They do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. They're like the first family of hockey. And he backtracked on his stuff. So guess what? If you're going to say something, you better back it up. And in the comment that Don Cherry made a few weeks ago, do you think that warranted him losing his job? Uh, I don't think it does for the fact of, he said you people before. You know, I mean, he was referring to, yeah, you know, he said the Honey Melvin stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But on Remembrance Day, you wear a poppy, you know? You respect the people who went to the war, who died that day, mm-hmm. so that we could sit here today and have a conversation about sports on the internet. Right. You know, should he have lost a job? No. Should he have been suspended? Yes. But have you ever, we don't make political, and I won't make political, but you know, that the people who didn't complain are everyone's on the right, the people who complain are on the left. Yep. And that's all I'm going to leave that because we don't want to make it a political no. show. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, but no, I don't think he should have been fired. And I think Ron McLean threw him under the bus once, threw him under the bus again when they said coach the corner no more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, he's old school and you hear comments, oh, yeah, he doesn't know about anything about hockey. You know what? It doesn't matter. Anytime someone died in action, a Canadian mil- military per- personnel died in action, he posted it on his show. Right. Right. They went overseas, 
save the lives of others. You know, and he posts it now. What do you do? I mean, I could tell you, um, I've had my dad and my uncles went and served in Thailand about 50 years ago. And all of them came back. Um, my cousin, because I have like 8,000 cousins, um, <laughs> he went and served in Desert Storm in the 90s and then went back in the 2000s when George W. Bush was president. And I've had a friend of the family who I went to school with. He went and he served and, for, you know, knock on wood, everyone that I've known that has gone to serve in the military has come back alive. And I think you should respect the people who did lose their lives and even those that came back. Yep. Um, and I understand where Don is coming from. I don't think he should have lost his job. I really don't. Um, maybe just a little, you know, slap on the wrist. Yeah, spend it for a couple, you know, I mean, but he's, you know, he said he's pigheaded. He's like, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. For what he said, which is, you know, you don't see that anymore. You don't see anybody. I mean, this week there's a, the 49ers guy got suspended for one game for saying that because Lamar Jackson's black. Right. And it's tough to see the football. Now, that's a stupid comment, to be fair. That is a pretty stupid comment. Oh, I know. And, you know, it's like, but he got suspended for the one game, and I'm just like, okay. You know, Richard Sherman, he stepped up for him, and Rich and Sherman is a smart man. That would be you know? like, that would be like, if somebody said... A white guy throwing a baseball. Exactly! Thank you! I was just about to say that. Thank you! <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean... I don't know what to say about that one. I'm like, okay. I mean, Lamar Jackson has a football. You tackle him. I you know where the football is. If you don't know where the football is, because it semi uh, camouflages arms, well then, then you should be playing football. Exactly. Right. Plus, the other thing is a lot of these players wear gloves today in, in yep. football. Going back to football, could you not see the football if? You know, they have, like you said, camouflage, you know, looking gloves on. Yep. You know. I don't know. I was watching the game and I saw that he had the ball. <laughs> you know. Oh, boy. You know, the guy got suspended for one game because he made comments which upset some people, I guess. Look, and if, and if Richard Sherman says that he didn't have an issue with it, then honestly... There should be no issue with it. No, like you said, you swear, man, man. That guy will always be respected in is, Seattle. Is the comment stupid? Yeah, it's a little stupid, but you can't you can't say that now and day. Like in 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 today's society, you can't say it. Right, but was it stupid? You know, yeah, but should he have been punished? Probably not. Should have. No, but that those are the comments you keep in the locker room or in your table, right? You don't air it out. You know, just because of the fact of the way we are now in 2019, going to 2020, right? Everyone's sensitive. 
supposedly. Right. You know, I won like five games of beanbag last <laughs> night. So, now you know, I'll I didn't give out participation ribbons. <laughs> now, I'll tell you real quick um, a story that my dad always told me. And the comment that I'm going to say that this guy said, oh my gosh, would have just, he would have been butchered today. So my dad tells me, or he's told me about this commentator, and I can't remember his name right now for the life of me. Um, they were doing football, a football game, and they're doing like a plug for an upcoming college basketball game. And it featured, like, it was like Kentucky or Louisville. And, and this is this is a funny quote, but still, it's a little wrong. He's like, I'll tell you, those kids from Kentucky, their IQs are low, but man, can they play basketball? You're just like, whoa, did you just say that? Yep, I did. You can apologize for it? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. That's what a great... Terrible quotes of all time. Uh, but the hockey. Bruins finally lost a home game in regulation last night. Yep. Bit of a surprise. Kill the world. They lost. Yep. Thank God. Hmm. Well, they're still atop the Atlantic by a pretty wide margin. And then I'm looking at the standings. It is a five-team race for second place. Florida is up at 33. Buffalo and Montreal and Toronto are at 32. And Tampa Bay is at 31. So, Atlantic's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Yep. Well, it's all going to be. I mean, look at the West. I mean, Oilers are rolling. The Coyotes are rolling. You got the Knights, the Canucks, the Flames. San Jose's in the mix. Yep. San Jose, when he punched out, when Joe Thorne put his old man beard, punched out the goaltender. Oh, my God. What a punch. <laughs> what a punch that was. And did you see what they did the next day? See, that's what hockey's about. Hockey's fun. Some guy went out there and they spray painted, like, the dead body oh. mark. <laughs> you know? Oh, crap. So. Yeah, I saw And look that. at that. It was like, boom. Yep. You know, but hey, if you're in a slash, you're going to go after somebody. You better be prepared. Exactly. Right now, his team had stepped. His team had stepped in, and they took care of it. I mean, yesterday I was watching the Canucks uh, Sabers game. There was a couple of headshots. Canucks still got to get tougher. They got to take care of their players. Mm-hmm. But they pulled Horvat off of like four and a half minutes. Sabers scored to tie it up, and it's like okay. And it Canucks didn't win overtime, which is good. And and real quick, that punch, that was not a sucker punch. That was just a... No, good, it was not a sucker. He went after him. That was not a sucker. Right hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look at the stats now. You got Edmonton first, Arizona second, the Knights in third. Then you got St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas in the central. And the wild cards, Winnipeg and Vancouver. This is a pretty fun time right now. And then the oh, it's, Capitals have won six in a row. They've been dominant on that West Coast trip. Yeah, they they got 49 points. Boston's got 46 points. So Washington is the best in the in the league. 
have to see how that turns out as we go on in the season. And guess what? I mean, they could play Pittsburgh again this year in the in the first round. They could. <laughs> yeah, but that Pittsburgh team's not what they used to be. No, but if you got Sidney Crosby, which he's been hurt, they're still winning games, right? You yeah. got Sidney Crosby. You're good. See, it's fire, right? But, hot, or sorry, football. If your best player is not your quarterback, man, you know, mm-hmm. you could you can do stuff. If you're, you know, basketball, you can have a bunch of good players. Baseball, you got good players. But I believe hockey, if you got that one guy who can block shots, who can step up, does this thing, you know that they're going to, the team's going to follow. Mm-hmm. Hockey's such a such a bonding sport that they said, "Hey, you know our best players blocked a shot there. I better block a shot. I'm a third liner." And you know the the most fun thing about hockey as a fan, and I saw this firsthand when the Caps won the Stanley Cup last year. People were bonding, black, white, Hispanic. It didn't matter. They were yep. bonding. And the one thing that I said to my mom, which is true because, you know, D.C., it it can be a violent place, but it's not among the most dangerous cities in the country, like Detroit or Chicago is. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got shot. Nobody got stabbed. They were all celebrating. They didn't riot. They didn't burn anything down. They were just having fun. And, you know, I mean, I, fi- I figure I'm pretty much done with going this because, you know, you see all the fight videos. You see how fans are fighting each other, right? Mm-hmm. Me and my dad, we got Toronto left to go do. But I think me and my wife, we're going to go down to Washington where Bill can show us some of Washington. Mm-hmm. And we're going to watch the National Blue Jays play some baseball. Mm-hmm. And we can actually talk baseball while it's going on. Yeah. You know, and I'm not scared of going down to Washington. There's there are some nice parts of Washington. There really are. Yep. I'm are. scared to go to San Fran wearing a Seahawks jersey. <laughs> no, Washington, you'll be fine because yep. we pretty much accept all teams. You know, if if like even the da- like if you root for Dallas, we're like, okay, you root for Dallas. So what? Yep. <laughs> we we that, I think that's the biggest misconception about us is like we actually do accept you for whatever team you root for. And really, any fan who wants to beat on other fans is not a fan. It's only until you get drunk. Then, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I got drunk. Now, Calgary games, when Vancouver played, I limited the beer I drank because wearing a Canucks jersey in Calgary. Yeah, I got jumped in the 2004 playoffs. It was not a fun time, but, you know. Right. I watched, you know, I go to the games. So, I was like, eh. You know, I'd have a couple beers and I'd be it. And I got picked on. And that's fine, right? You have some good people who could pick on you who knew sports. You had some bad people. Yeah. Like, right? I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, because I've gone to a couple Orioles games, which I am a fan of the Orioles. They were my childhood team. Like, I've gone to a couple Orioles games wearing national stuff, and nothing really ever happened to me. So, Well, there's no fans in the stands. Well, yeah, I know. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they're still trying to pay Chris Davis's contract. Yeah, that's not looking. But how does a guy go from hitting fifty bombs to nothing? I don't know. 
You just can't explain it. You just can't. I, I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, you know, he can hit the ball. Some, you know, his mindset's not right there, but he's just got to change something. Maybe he's got to do yoga. Maybe. So I said, oh, go do yoga. I'm like, yoga. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, Maybe he's got to do yoga. Release the stress. You know? Yeah. Remember, remember Pedro off the major league? Mm-hmm. I cannot hit curveball. Yep. <laughs> and then he hit a curveball. Maybe that's a, I mean, I like Chris Davis, right? He was you know, every time he comes up, the left-handed power hitter, ooh, you don't want to face him. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. The guy's making the most money for the least amount of what he's done. Yeah. Which brings us to my question for you. Okay. Since you like surprising questions on me, <laughs> how do you think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will do next year? I think he's going to be the MVP of the American League. Ooh. I, and, and this is my reason. This is my reason. I think Mike Trout is a fantastic baseball player. He's probably yep. the best player in the game right now. The thing is, when he comes back, he's going to be coming off of injury. And it yep. takes a while to be 100%. Guerrero Jr., yep had an awesome season this past year. And he is the face of the young group of talent for the Toronto Blue Jays. And depending on what the Yankees do in the offseason and what Boston does and Tampa, let's not forget Tampa, they, they were in the playoffs last year. Yeah. I think... With their bats, Toronto could be a team that could be playing for a wild card spot next year. And I think Vlad Jr. is going to lead the way. Yep. If and you got is, Bo Bichette, mm-hmm. Bichio, yep. little Bichio, little Bichette, little Guerrero. I, my only concern is their pitching. Yeah. If they could just get good, reliable pitchers. They're, we're going to be talking about him in September. But I think... Man, I hope so. I think Vlad Jr. is going to be the MVP of the American League when next season is done. I like that pick because, you know, I watched him play all year, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Where's the gratitude and stuff on beat, you know? And he struggled a bit, but, you know... I think he's going he's gonna to pick it up pretty quick because he's learned that, you know, this is the way it goes. And, you know, and with Bichette there, he was the last guy to make it up. It's uh, between him, Bijo, the catchers, everything. Toronto's, they're a young team. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, pitching, like I said, pitching's going to be interesting this year. No Strowin, no Sanchez. If you're asking me right now who their starting five is, I have no clue. Yeah. Great. Um, actually, that was a good segue because um, the winter meetings have started. And tonight, they will announce the Modern Era Committee for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. Who 
if anyone gets inducted. Yep. And I've I tell you, I've been excited to talk about this because I I had said at the time, you know, when the weekend of that day comes, which has arrived, I was going to do a video, which I did. It's up on YouTube. I think I put it in our group. Let me let me just yeah, I did. Okay, it is up on YouTube. It's up and up. Yep. Um I have to tell you, I had a harder time than I thought I would at first. Because I was going through all the stats, and I was even looking at Marvin Miller, too. And it's like, a lot of these guys make a very good argument to get in. They really do. Yep. So what I did was I went by the rule that they have for these committees, which is the max number you could vote for is four, which I didn't know at the time. Yeah. So, so I was looking them up, and there were some that almost had my vote, but ultimately, if I had a vote, these would be the guys that I'd give my vote for. I would give a vote to Dale Murphy. I'd give a vote to Dave Parker. I'd give one to Don Manningly. And I'd give one to Steve Garvey. Those would be the four that would get my vote. The only reason Miller didn't get a vote, because at, at first he had my vote. But then I was looking back and I was thinking about, he, said, he made a quote a few years before he passed away where he said, I'd rather not be voted in. I really wouldn't. So do I think he should be in? I really do. I do believe that he should be voted in, but, I, I mean, Manningly, the one thing that, for me, convinced me to give my vote to him, he's got the highest batting average of everyone, you know, that is on this list. He's got, he's a 307 career batting average. Yep. How can you ignore that? Um, And you can, right? The guy hit, the guy hit a ball. Yeah, tremendously. Murphy did a lot on bad Braves teams in the 80s. Two MVPs, uh, seven-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove winner. Dave Parker was an MVP, won two batting titles. He was on two championship teams during his career. So that, And then Steve Garvey, um, NL MVP, two-time NL Championship Series MVP, um, 10 All-Star appearances. You know, he, there's a lot there that... And then, like, I was looking at some of the others. Because I, I still have my paper here. Thurman Munson almost got a vote for me. Because he had a 292 career batting average, 7 All-Star appearances, uh, was Rookie of the Year, won MVP... You know, he almost got my vote. Tommy John almost got my vote. He had 288 career wins. Because, like, one of the one of the unwritten rules is if a pitcher wins 300 games, he's automatically going into the Hall of Fame. Yep. 3,000 strikeouts. Mm -hmm. uh, Finished was second it? in the side. 3,000 hits. Mm -hmm. And 300 wins. But the thing with Tommy John that turned me away from him 
He's got a 3.34 career ERA. That's a bit high. That turned me away. Dwight Evans has the lowest career batting average of everyone that is on here. That's what turned me away from him. Lou Whitaker, he's got the stats, but his batting average also turned me away from him. And Ted Simmons, who got a lot of votes in our Facebook group, I or well, he got he got a he got a vote, I should say. There was nothing there for me that convinced me to put him in as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he he had eight All Star appearances, but if you're going to look at him and Thurman Munson, Munson's a better a, a better hitter than Simmons. Simmons is a 285 yep. career batter. So it, it's going to be an interesting choice when they do announce it tonight, and I do plan on watching it because I did last year when they did. Uh, Lee Smith and Harold Baines, and I do. I still will defend Harold Baines should be in the Hall of Fame just because on the uh, just based on the eye test. I saw Harold Baines a lot. Yeah, he was good, but I think there's some some other players who could have been. But yeah, you know, Harold Baines will always upset Canada for his comments. What did he say about Canada? Well, there's a line drive and says, "Whoa, you know, with the." Uh, Hope those Canadians have gloves because you know they know how to catch. <laughs> okay, I've and then Larry Walker goes, "I have a glove, I can catch." Like <laughs> you know, I just you know he was trying to make a joke of it, but I guess it wasn't perceived well in Canada. Right. Okay, I've never heard that. Yeah, well, it, wow. it was interesting. I'm trying I... to think of the actual real comment of it, but it was along that line. And Larry Walker posted, Steve Nash posted, you know. Wow, I've never heard of that. Let's see here. Because Harold Baines was on the old... Sorry, me wasn't... I, I don't... Wow, I'm actually... Who did, the, who did the... Sorry, it was my bad. I will apologize to Harold Baines. Who was on Fox there a few years ago? Or doing the baseball playoffs? Frank Thomas? I'm trying to think. Frank, there's Frank Thomas, Pete Rose, A. Rod. Yeah. Um, God, I I don't remember who else. To be honest with you. Who's on now with on on MLB? Is it? Oh, who was on? Oh, David Ortiz is on there. Yeah. So. Is it, or sorry. Can't think of it now. Sorry. That's okay. I don't mean to. Uh... Now I'm trying to look her up. <laughs> well, while you do that, um, baseball winter meetings are going on right now. And there's the possibility that we could have players signed or we could have trades going on. Um, I, I have a feeling that we're going to have a pitcher end up getting signed. I yep. really do. I think one of the big names is going to get signed, and I I don't know who it's going to be. I I want to say it's going to be Cole, but it might not be Cole. It could be Scherzer, but it might not be Scherzer. I'm not really sure, but I got this feeling 
somebody is going to get signed. That is a pitcher. So before we go, sorry, that was that wasn't Harold Baines. That was Harold Reynolds. Oh, Harold Reynolds. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor Harold Reynolds. Yeah, so I apologize, Harold Baines, on that one. That was Harold Ren Harold Reynolds that said that Canada can't catch a ball. Hmm. When the and you know that when the Skydome was rocking, baseball players are playing. There is another atmosphere that you'd rather be. Mm -hmm. And Canada is showing if there's a Canadian, not even have to be Canada, Canadian, right? right? You're on the Canadian team, you're getting voted in. Yeah. You know, Justin Smoke got voted in, and they're like, I can't believe there's 23 million votes. Hmm. Well, I can because Canada says, hey, man, guess what? <laughs> exactly. So, again, I apologize to Harold Baines on that one. That was Harold Reynolds who said that. So, see, now I got to apologize because I'm a. We're in the 2019 era. Right, we're in this era of. Oops, my bad. Wait, but at least you did the research. Yep. So. Um. So, I got one for you before. What do you think of the Jose Batista bathlip now, a few years later? Who now? Um, right, you saw it back in the day when Texas. That was the craziest send the inning you'd ever see in your life. Yeah. For Russell, Russell Martin threw it off. Uh, I believe it was Kim there. Right, hits a bat. Mm -hmm. Odor comes running in. I believe it was. And they had that big argument, and then they start, you know, and Toronto fans are throwing stuff on the field, which I don't agree with. Right. Oh, I remember that that argument. That was that was a wild, crazy time. Yep. Game five. I mean, was it? I think Toronto lost the first two games in Toronto. They go to Texas, win the next two games, go back to Toronto. The place was popping. It was rocking. And then that, that call was made. And then the next inning, error, error, error. And then Batista goes and bath flips. I'll be honest with you. I enjoyed it. I'm old school baseball. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I don't think Jose Batista will ever have to buy himself another dinner or drink in Toronto ever. No, I don't think he ever will. And that 19, I think, should be retired for what he did. You know, he brought baseball back to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just looking at some stuff here. Um, but no, I mean... We're in an interesting time right now, and, you know, I mean, we got everything set for the most part. Uh, winter meetings are going to go on this week for baseball. The NFL, they're slowly getting ready for the playoffs. College football has their playoffs set, and hockey is in the middle of what looks like is going to be a good season. I think so. You look at everything going on right now, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. 
And who knows? Oh. Maybe I'll grow a beard this year. Maybe I won't. I'm not, I haven't decided yet. I might. Yeah. I'll grow a beard when I go to Dominican in February. Or March, for the wife's birthday. All right. And we're going to do a show in Dominican. All right. Unfortunately, I couldn't do one in Mexico, but... Hey, the Dominican's not a bad substitute. You're busy doing stuff. The Dominican Republic is not a bad substitute. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's minus 21 right now. Where I'm at. <laughs> uh, let me see what it is here right now. It's not that cold here. I think it's like 40-something. 46. Ooh, so 46 would be about plus 5, plus 6 in Celsius? Yeah. <laughs> I think? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up. We do have a Facebook group like we mentioned earlier. Uh, just type in the search bar, the JC and Bill Sportscast. You type that in, and you could go right ahead and join us. Uh, if you can't find it, it's okay. I always post the link in the description of each episode so you guys can go there and join us to discuss anything and everything sports related. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. We're going to we're going to put a poll up. I think every week we'll discuss the poll. Yeah, see what people might. think. I I I think you know? the chess I think the chess question might be our poll for this week. I think that should be a that should be the poll question. Is chess a game or a sport? Yep. That'll be you know. fun. That'll be fun to talk about. That the result should be fun. Yep. Um next time around we'll have we'll probably be looking more towards the football playoffs, the NFL playoffs, more hockey. Uh we'll talk baseball news. You know, the hot stove's getting hot right now, and yep. we'll talk about whatever else is on our minds. So And we will and I think we should do a special where we're uh just before playoffs start for the NFL, we make our picks. Yep. I know the Browns are out, so I'm going to lose that one. Because <laughs> Lord knows we did uh, wonderful in our preseason predictions. <laughs> I would say. I still I still have our results, so I can read them to you when we get to that. <laughs> Good. That's so I like. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and until then, we will talk to you all next next time. Talk to you guys later. Keep your stick on the ice, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.